Well, I'm up here. <laughs> I was uh, thinking in my mind as I was standing there, I've been at this church for 12, going on 13 years probably now. And um, my first day here, um, we were over at this, the, the high school and I remember feeling the love. I remember telling my wife, I was like, man, this might be the church for us. And we were searching for a church at the time. And uh, I said, okay, we're going to look at a couple more churches. So I remember um, going to visit another church. Um, and I didn't feel the same thing that I felt here. I didn't feel the love that I felt here. So I said, okay, we'll go back and look at that church one more time. So we came back and we, um, we, we looked at the church one more time. And that day they had an announcement. They were going on a motorcycle trip. And I said, yeah, this is the church for me. <laughs> this is the right church. I'm at the right place. They go on motorcycle trips and I should be a part of this church. My wife said, that's not the reason that we need to be here. But... Again, the love that this church shared is the reason that I'm standing here. I'm standing here because God loves me and God loves you. And he puts you in the places that you need to be. With that being said, again, I am standing here. Uh, nervous is all get out. But I am not a preacher. I am a teacher. My wife reminded me of that last night when I was preaching this sermon to her, she was like, okay, you teach me or preaching. So I am a teacher and I love to teach. And that is something that I love to do. That is why I run the youth ministry of Teen Night because um, I love to teach about God and I love for them to hear the word of God. So today we were gonna talk about prayer. Um, how do we pray is what I put on your paper. You'll Look on that paper and you'll see how do we pray. Well, um, today like 10 people have came up to me and said, I've been praying for you this week. Well, I needed it. Thank you for praying for me. If you pray for me, thank you so much. So today um, my first question is, my first thought is, because um, if it was, we're at teen night, you guys are all teens now because we're going into that method. <laughs> So thank God for being able to be a teenager. Um, how do you pray? When do you pray? Where do you pray? Is prayer um, when you are in need of something only? Is prayer when you are going through something is prayer, um, my kids are driving me nuts, I'm praying. Um, is prayer, my, my, my wife, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> my wife is making me pray with her because she needs me to do something in the house. Uh, <laughs> yes, really, yes. 
That wasn't for you, baby. That was for everybody. <laughs> Is prayer... <laughs> Is prayer um, geared towards um, building a relationship with Christ? What is prayer to you? Where do you stand when it's time for you to pray? You know, um, I was trying to wrestle with this. this I, I'm going to share a little bit, a lot of me today. So I, I, uh, it's called Aaron 101. I always say Aaron 101 when, you know, sometimes it doesn't line up to where I, it, I want it to line up to where I want it to be. So I'm going to share a little bit of Aaron 101 to you right now. Aaron 101 is I pray when needed, right? One of the things I, I've learned over the last three weeks as I'm studying this word that I'm sharing with you today is I prayed before when I needed it. You know, I had a, I prayed every day. Don't get me wrong. I pray and I read every day. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean as much as when I started studying. You understand what I'm saying? When I started studying, it changed the way I looked at prayer. When I started studying what prayer meant to me, it changed the way that I saw prayer. Um, my... I'm sorry again, baby. <laughs> My wife asked me to pray with her all the time. And, um, and I don't pray like she prays. Um, she's a better prayer, a prayer person to me. That's why they asked her to be in the prayer room and not me. Because <laughs> she is always thinking of others when she prays. And I think of, okay, how to get this done so I can make, make myself look good in front of her. So I pray for my kids. Yeah, I want them to do good on their math test. I want them to do good on their science test. So I pray for them in that way. And she prays for them that they be successful. She prays for their, new, their wife that they're going to get in the future. So <laughs> I'm thinking, wow, I don't want to pray for their wife that they're going to get in the future. I just want them to have a good wife. You know, she prays that they're in line with, with God, how, how that works. So, long story <laughs> to get around to this. How do you pray? How do you see God in your life? How do you see him guiding you? Um, after studying all this time, I asked God, where do you want me? How do you want to see me? How do you want me to open up to you? Where, is, where do I stand? And it came here to say that I want a relationship with you. I want you to know me like I know you. Now, that's hard for, for most of us to, to just open up and say, God, know me. Because God, you all, God knows my heart. Well, the Bible tells us our heart is filled with evil, wicked things. All right? <laughs> so, God, I don't want you to know my heart. I want you to know my spirit. I want you to know where my spirit stands with you. So building that relationship with God is the reason that I believe that we should be praying. So with all that being said, 
there is a scripture. I'm not just going to be uh, <laughs> out there. Um, I would like you guys to read to yourselves real quick. Um, Luke 11, 1 through 13, I think it is. Yes, 1 through 13. Why isn't that on my sheet? All right. <laughs> Say amen when you're done. Amen. All right. So now, how many of us know this prayer that we hear it all the time? Right? So we we repeat this prayer at everything. I have a friend, um, when I was wrestling, he used to pre- repeat this prayer right before he goes out to wrestle. This was his prayer. And he would say that God knows that, I'm, that he's going to be with, I know God's going to be with me. Every time I say this, I'm praying because God knows that this is the prayer that I'm supposed to be praying. And I used to always laugh at him because I was always taught that you just pray to God. But he had a different background than I had. His background was, this is the sinner's prayer. This is the prayer that you pray. This is the prayer. You don't pray to God. You don't open up your heart to God. You pray this prayer and God knows what you're saying. And I, I wasn't a believer then, <laughs> and, but I knew that, hey, I could go to God when I need him. Um, I, I remember him continuing to share his faith with me as through, out through the season and share with me all these things that he, he believed this prayer was. So in these two, three weeks, this was, oh, well, I'm going to take that back, two weeks of the three. <laughs> this was the topic of my, my whole, whole day. I would think about this, go through it in my mind. How does this affect my life? How does this change? So, um, new glasses, let me lift them up a little bit. There they go. <laughs> one, day, one day Jesus was playing in a central place. When he finished, the, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray, just as John taught the disciples. All right, so he said, teach us how to pray. 
like John taught his disciples, right? So what does that mean? What did that mean to me? When I look, read that, I thought, okay, so John was praying to it. Uh, John was teaching his disciples to pray how? I don't get it. So as I researched it and I went through it and I thought, okay, so in the Old Testament, there was no, there was no going to God. So my friend who wrestled with me, his, his, his thought was, if I pray this prayer, I'm covered. Because he didn't know that he could have a relationship with Christ. All right? So in the Old Testament, you had to sacrifice. You know, sacrifice. Give up something. Um, one of your calves. Um, so many different ways that they did just trying to connect with God. But Jesus told them that you don't have to give up something. You just go right to the Father. You can go right to him and tell him what's in your heart. Now, that evil stuff, not that. Tell him what you feel. But God already knows my heart. That's, that, that, that used to be my line, my favorite line. God knows my heart. God knows who I am. I'm a good person. You know, I, I coach football. I coach wrestling. I, I volunteer. I do all these things. God knows who I am. He knows me, right? But he didn't have a relationship with me. Where are you? Do you have a relationship with Christ? Now, you guys got to gotta, gotta, um, surrender to me because I'm used to teaching teens, right? And my, my, Pastor Andy said once when he was standing here that the, uh, the hell and brimstone or whatever, I, I only have uh, 30 minutes a day. <laughs> so I have to teach in this way. So if I offend one of you, I'm sorry up front. <laughs> I am sorry up front. But where are you? Where's your relationship with Christ? Are you just coming in here and praying on Sunday? You know, I got the church to pray over me this Sunday, so I'm good. Or I put my prayer request down on the, on the paper and everybody is praying for what I needed to pray. But where's your relationship? Where are you at with God? How are you opening up your heart to him? How are you changing that? Right? So looking through this, watching the way that John taught the disciples, um, to pray, Jesus told them that first when you pray, you should pray like this. Father. Alright? Wow. Um, he was teaching them right then that you can go to God. Alright? First thing he taught them, out of all the things that he could have taught them, is no, you answered it, you go right to God and you say, Father. Um gotta get back over here because I got notes over here. <laughs> um, it says, Father, hallowed be thy name, hallowed be your name. Alright? Hallowed be your name. 
This is an expression that's long, the longing of the heart of the believer. Right? So the believer's heart is searching to be connected with God. His heart is, to, is searching for God to open up the door for him to walk through it. All right? And we'll get a little bit into that a little later. I realize I just jumped a little bit. <laughs> but our heart is open to God in this way. Show me how to connect to you. So So it's also to it's also in reverence. All right. So in reverence, reverence is a deep respect for something or someone. All right. To reverence God is a deep respect for him. How many of us have a deep respect for God? Not just a surface respect, but a deep respect. I'm telling you through this, I am, again, I am preaching to myself through this. I've learned a lot how a lot of my self was surface. A lot of it was surface. Yeah, I, I read my word, I study, but do I spend time getting to know him? Do you spend time trying to get deeper with God? All right, I'm going to go to the next one. Magnify means to praise. The dictionary said that magnify is used to magnify something is with, through a lens to show how big it is. How big is God in your life? Now, again, I'm going to talk to me. As I went through all the stuff that I've been going through for the last five years, God decreased in my life. Now, you should say that God should have increased in your life, right? But he decreased because I was so worried about me. So worried about what I can do to fix me. Not my family, not my friends, but how to fix me. So going through this, reading this and figuring out what God has for me had changed who I am. This three weeks have changed the person who I am easily. Uh, adore, and the last part is adored. All right. <laughs> adore God. That is something I've always thought that I've done. No problem. I have adored God my whole life. Even when I wasn't a believer, I respected him. But adored is different. It's that deep relationship. It's deeper than, yeah, I believe in God. I walk with God. It's the deeper part. It's where you get into showing Christ who you are in your walk. This is who I am. I walk because of you, not because of me. I'm fixed because of you, not because of me. This is what God has. Your kingdom come. 
your kingdom come. <laughs> this is um, this is where I I don't want to be a part <laughs> because now I'm asking God to come here, take care of this. He said that He will come, and He will take over in the in in Jesus. He will in the body of Jesus will be here to take this over. And are you with me or not? All right. Um, we will be here when God comes and put down the forces of evil. Now, in my life, I've shared, and if you all, if you know me any, I have been through a lot. There has been a lot of evil, and I have been part of being evil, <laughs> without a doubt, in this life. But when God comes back in that form, he will be taking out Satan and everything around it. Where do you stand? Where are you? What is your relationship with your prayer life? Give us this day our daily bread. All right, and this is where I want to share with you guys. This is the part that is most important to me as I researched it. The daily, the daily prayer. Your daily bread is your prayer, is your reading of your word. Give it to us. Let it feed and nourish our body. Now, food, we say that we eat. Say if you've eaten Sandwich, uh, sorry, healthy food, because <laughs> I'm thinking of ribs right now, but I'm going <laughs> to go away from that. Uh, so healthy food for most of us, not me, but most of you guys, the healthy food is to build you up, right? It's to make you stronger, to make you um, better. If you go to the gym and you're lifting weights or, or if you're going running every day, that is all the build your endurance to make you a, a stronger and a better person, right? So your spiritual is the same thing, right? Same thing. You have to build it. You have to read. You have to pray. You have to get that relationship with God. You have to do those things. That is how you build your spirit. That's how you connect with God. That is how you are one with him, through that, through the prayer, through the um, going through whatever you go through. Now, um, here we go again. <laughs> Forgive our sins, right? Forgive our sins. You ask God every day, um, right before I came in, came up here, I went all the way to the back room back there, and I asked God to forgive me of anything that I have done this week or last week or any time, knowingly or unknowingly. Empty myself. Fill me with your spirit that you go forth and not me. That was my prayer back there. I went back there and I prayed that prayer. Because why? Because I can't forgive my own sin. I can't forgive anything that I've done, 
And a lot of times we, we hash back to way back when, when we did whatever. Whatever sin we've done, we hash back to it and say, well, God can never forgive me for that one. But I hope he forgives me for the rest. God will forgive you for every sin in your life. Everyone, if you truly repent, God will forgive you for every single one. That's not negotiable. Turn to him and he will do that for you. All right. I don't want to read the next part. That's not for me. That's for somebody else, right? Forgive those who sinned against me. Who sinned against us? I have to forgive those who sinned against me. I am, you can ask my wife, I'm a pretty good grudge holder. I don't forget anything. <laughs> I can remember things that happened to me when I was a kid and I will bring it up to my brothers and sisters and when, when we're all together, hey, remember when you did this to me? You know, I, I share my life experience with you. Um, I, had a sister, I have a sister who, who taught me how to ride my bike. And how she taught me how to ride my bike is she put me on top of a hill and she pushed me. And I went down the hill and there was a fence in front of a graveyard and I ran into the fence. She went down there, she picked me up, walked me back up to the top of the hill, put me back on the bike. You'll learn how to turn sooner or later. Down the hill I went into the fence. Same thing again. Picked me up, walked me back, and kept doing it. Now, I bring that up to her every single time. That is a sin to me that I don't forgive. <laughs> you know? Um, she, same sister, taught me how to swim by throwing me in the deep end. Telling the lifeguard, if you get off that thing, I will beat you up. The lifeguard stayed up there while I was down there. Those are sins that I don't forgive, see? I can say that. <laughs> but how do you forgive? How do you forgive? I thank my sister all the time for the gym shoes that she brought me when we couldn't, my mom couldn't afford gym shoes. I thank her all the time for teaching me to ride that bike when my dad had to work three jobs and didn't have time to teach me how to ride a bike. There are so many ways that you forgive people. And God is asking you to look through everything that you're holding on to, because I'm a holder, see? See how it was easy to bring that up? I'm a holder. I hold on to things. I hold on to sins. I, I hold on to people that wrong me in my life. And this week, God has asked me to release them. It's a hard, hard task. It's a hard task to be able to release things that you've experienced in your life. So, again, um, Aaron 101, real quick. God, can I hold on to some of that? <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit so I know not to do that again. Or I know not to trust that person again. No. I have to be able to release it. I have to be able to let it go. It's a hard task. Again, forgiveness 
is God, God asking you to do? Forgive those who sinned against you. Forgive those who, let me look at my time. Okay, I'm still good. <laughs> Forgive those who persecute you. Forgive those who continue to, to ride your, as my mom would say, ride my nerve. Forgive those. We have to be able to forgive those. I have more scripture that I really need to get to. <laughs> okay. Um, and lead us not into temptation. All right. We all know God doesn't lead us into temptation, right? Right? All right. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> um, but he allows us, like Jim said last week, he allows us to go through trials and tribulations. All right? Testing of our faith. I hate when people tell me that. Oh, this is just a testing of your faith. Well, I don't want to be tested. <laughs> Stop testing me. Um, as I share with you guys um, about Five years ago, I got sick. Um, scleroderma is my Achilles heel. It drives me nuts. There are some days that I sit in my chair and my children walk by me and go, having a bad day. Um, there, this morning, <laughs> just this morning, before church, it, it messes with every part of me. So this morning before church, I was 3 o'clock in the morning. I was up looking at my phone. I'm about to call Bob. <laughs> I'm calling him up and telling him I'm not going to make it. I, I can't do it. Can't be there. And I said, um, so I prayed and I asked God to show me a way that I can do this without being frustrated with my stomach hurting while I stand up before everybody. Um, so, thank God for Tums, right? <laughs> I, I, I go downstairs, I, I hate the chalky taste, but I took some Tums this morning. And then I prayed. I opened up my heart. I did what this scripture told me to do. See God. Open up your heart to him. Let him guide you. All right? So I said, okay, I'm going to put it to the test. <laughs> I'm going to see what God can do. I'm going to see if he can remove this from me, remove this little pain that I feel. But instantly, I felt better. I laid down, went to sleep, woke up. Wife was already gone out the bedroom. Okay? And she was still late for church, you guys. No. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> That was like 7 o'clock this morning, but not putting her out there on blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Anybody have a spare bedroom? <laughs> I might need one when I leave here. All right, um, so I get up, I go downstairs, I ask, I, I see my wife, and 
I tell her I don't feel good. And of course, you know who she is. She's kind of like Gwen. Suck it up. <laughs> so uh, I understand you. <laughs> you have something to do today. Satan is busy. It's his job to deter you. It's his job to remove you from where you need to be. He will put you through things that you think, God, how can you do this to me? Now, I'm going to tell you, scleroderma has affected me so much. But God has put me through this so I can stand up here today. God has put me through this so I can teach on Friday nights what I need to teach. God has put me through this to get the glory of all the things that are going on in my life. I mean, I do. I, <laughs> yeah, I had to leave my job, which paid very well, by the way. Sad to miss it. But God has provided every single thing that I've needed. Everything. AJ will be graduating this year, right? Right? <laughs> I'm questioning. <laughs> AJ will be graduating this year from Aurora Christian. Now, Aurora Christian is not cheap. <laughs> It is not a cheap place, but God provided it. He provided the funds for him to stay there. Now, God will put you through a whole, uh, not God, Satan will put you through a whole lot of different things. Where are you when it comes to your relationship with God? I know I have way more scripture, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to get to all of it today. I knew that coming in. <laughs> so, so um, the church has allowed me to be able to preach another week. <laughs> so I'll be able to share some of that with you in the upcoming weeks. But I wanted to just to recap today, just the things that um, the first four verses, I wanted to recap those, right? Our first four verses. is Father, right? Hallowed be thy name. Father, I get to come to you. I get to glorify you. I get to praise you. I get to lift you up. I get to seek you, right? Your kingdom come, right? When your kingdom comes, through this prayer, I'll be ready for it. Through being having a relationship with you, I'll be ready to go. I'll be ready to stand with you through that. Give us each day our daily bread. Give me your word every day, Lord. Give me every way that I can connect and be with you. 
Give me that. Forgive us of our sins. Forgive me. Every day we sin. No one's perfect. No one. Not even my wife. She's not even perfect. It's pretty close. See, I'm trying to get off the couch. <laughs> pretty close, right? Let us forgive those who sinned against us. Now, I know that's going to be hard, even for, even for a, a righteous person, right? That's hard. But remember, we all fall short. We all fall short. It's what you do with it when you fall short. How do we proceed? And lead us not into temptation. Did I hit all of them, right? Yeah. Lead, lead us not into temptation. We all know God doesn't do that. But Satan, I guarantee you, I put my money on it, he will. He will lead you there. What will you do? Will you open your hearts up to God? Will you seek good counsel? Will you share with one another what you're going through? Those are the questions that that's up to you. Um, I can say that God God has brought me through a lot in my life. I have no doubt. Um, Twelve years ago, he brought me here. In 96, 93, one of those, <laughs> he brought me to him. <laughs> he changed who I was through one prayer. He changed who I, who I could be through his word. In 1987, I graduated from high school. I know that's old. <laughs> I graduated from high school, right? Um, used to talking to teens, so I guess that might not be old for most of us. <laughs> um, there you go. <laughs> so I graduated from high school with, with a diploma, and I went to Wabonzi College the next year where I learned that in high school I learned nothing. Um, literally, I, I mean, seriously, <laughs> I learned nothing. But from that person that day to this person this day, God has changed. He has changed who I am. He has changed who I will be. He has changed who I want to be. That's all through prayer and a relationship with him. Now, how much time do I have, Bob? 
Twenty. Oh, I have none. All right. I'm sorry. Let me pray us out. Heavenly <laughs> Father, we just thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for all that you've said and done through this message today, Father God. We thank you that you are in control of our lives, Father God. We thank you that you are continuing to bless us and walk us through every circumstance, Lord. We know that Satan is uh, here to kill, steal, and destroy, Lord, but I know that you are the king of kings, Lord. You are the king on the, on the throne, Father God. We thank you for this, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.